Hello and welcome to Backchat, your podcast all about scoliosis, yoga and back care. My name is Christine Jaregiberry. I'm a yoga teacher, creator of the Yogaberry Yoga for Scoliosis community and YouTube channel. And this show is all about supporting you on your scoliosis journey. So if you're looking for practical advice and inspiration on how to manage the condition with yoga and movement, then you're in the right place. Hello, everyone. Welcome. Welcome to Backchat. Welcome to Yoga Berry, your yoga for scoliosis community. If you are here live, make sure you use the chat. You come and say hello. Um, I have a very special guest today and I will bring her on in a moment. Um, but you'll, you'll love to hear her story. She's got a severe scoliosis herself and she's going to talk to us about her yoga practice and um, how she's helping her students, obviously now as well, that have scoliosis. But before I bring her on, um, let me just see who's here already. We've got Ishita is saying hello, Christine. Laura is saying hello from Argentina. We missed you in the class today, Laura. Um, Glynis is here saying hello. Good, lovely. Thank you so much, everyone who's also who's joining us live every week. It really, really means a lot to me. Um, and if ever, you know, you miss this, you know that you can watch this, uh, the recording afterwards. It's also on your Apple um, app, podcast app. So that's why I upload those podcasts as well. So you can just listen to them in the car or wherever you are, of course. So make sure you subscribe to that as well. Um, hi, Julie Bean is saying hello. Pat is here. Pat was here in the in the class today. Um, nice to see you. And obviously, welcome to all of our new Shine members. Isn't it amazing? We've got so many new members. Um, so it's really lovely to see all of you join and getting into your um, yoga for scoliosis practice as well. Um, just before we get started as well, uh, in January, 16th of January, I've got my um, Yoga for Scoliosis practice transformation course coming up. So let me just bring it on. So this is a four module online course that um, you can register for now. You will see the link in the description below. And it's just a great way of um, getting into your practice, maybe learning a little bit more about your scoliosis. If you don't know where to start, this is kind of a, a great way into the into the topic, finding out what your curve pattern is, um, what you can do, how you can adjust your poses and all of that. That's what you're going to learn in this course. Good. I can see 14 of you um, being here live, which is fantastic. Good. And I can see Priya is saying, hello, Christine. I also have severe scoliosis with pain and discomfort. So, um, Perfect little transition. Let me bring on Hend. Um, and I, I was trying to say her name properly, but I, I didn't succeed. I I said Hend Hend Wash Wash. Yes. So. <laughs> so hi Christine and hi everyone. Um, hi. Thank you for having me with you and uh, part of this uh, beautiful community. Uh, it's really an honor to be here. Um, yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you so much yeah. for your time as well. And tell tell everyone where you are in the world. I'm uh, in Egypt. I'm from Egypt. 
in Cairo. <laughs> in Cairo, yes. Okay, mm -hmm. good. Yes, and I've recently seen there's a lot more um, people from from Egypt actually getting interested in 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 yoga yes. for scoliosis. So um, that might be your doing. So thank you for that. Thank you for you know raising awareness obviously as well in in your country. Yeah, definitely. I before I started the the yoga for scoliosis and before I started to really talk out loud about it. I thought that I might have been the only one or only very few people who have it. And uh, I was amazed by how many people reach out to me because they needed help and they wanted some guidance. Um, mm. So, yeah, we have we have a lot of people <laughs> with, with scoliosis in Egypt. Yeah, yeah, uh, absolutely. Great. OK, well, why don't we um, why don't we kind of go straight into your story? Um, would you mind kind of telling us like, you know, when were you first diagnosed and, and where did it all begin and how did you find your way into yoga? Sure. Um, I, it was discovered when I was 11 years old. I had a protruded shoulder and no one really understood what's happening. So when I went to the doctor and they did x-rays and everybody was acting as if um, there's something um, abnormal and they were talking as if I have a disease. It's like, uh, yeah, I have a curved spine and I couldn't really understand what it means. And in order for me, maybe for them to let me understand, they told me, yeah, you have a missing rib. <laughs> so that's why you have uh, your spine is curved. And until recently, this is what I was really believing in. Um, so this was at the age of 11. And for me, it was a really traumatic experience. Um, it wasn't uh, as severe as now. So um, when I asked, uh, we sent the x-rays to several doctors, some of them recommended that I do surgery, but others uh, said it's not necessary and there are no vital organs uh, at risk. So it's, uh, it's really not, it's okay to, to live like that. But I didn't get the proper guidance. So people told me yeah, you can swim um, and that's it. They didn't tell me to, to do something. And I Regarding the brace, I was really not okay with it, so I didn't do any brace. Um, and then uh, by the age of 28, I started to do yoga. <laughs> uh, I didn't also, it was general yoga, it wasn't yoga for scoliosis. And it made me feel better because after class, I feel like I'm getting taller. Um, and I used to have a lot of pain, discomfort, and if I walk a lot, I get a lot of pain. Um, and I also used to hide it. So back when I started yoga, if the class is full and I only have a space at the beginning of the class, I was like, okay, no, I take my stuff and leave. Uh, because I felt there's something wrong and I didn't want anyone to, to see it. Uh, but then, bit by bit, I started to gain confidence. And I think this is because um, yoga is not about competition. So when you practice yoga, it's only you and the mat. So there's no one. and the more I practice, the more I notice that nobody really cares and it's all in my head. Uh, mm. Because I was really afraid of how people would look at me if I, they see a little difference in my back. But actually, when I started now talking about it, people are telling me, and some, and some people would tell me, and we don't know, except when you said you have something. But before that, it's not that obvious. Um, so yeah, I started yoga, but there was something in me that tells me there's something not right because sometimes I attend classes and the classes would be um, 
it was okay. I feel taller and I feel I can breathe better. But some other classes, I would feel like I'm twisted and crooked. So I, I didn't quite understand why. Until I have, I started with you the introduction. You were the first one to introduce me to yoga for scoliosis. I did with you the, the four-week uh, workshop. Mm-hmm. And I started really to understand what's happening in the, in the muscles and how to adjust my practice. Um, even if it was very basic uh, postures, but this was like the foundation that guided me through other postures. Like I do a lot of advanced postures and I do, um, I do practice uh, uh, more dynamic practice than the restorative, of course, but um, this was like the foundation for me that guided me into understanding why when I attend some classes, why when I do some postures, not in the correct way, I feel, I don't feel good about them afterwards. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so. Yes, yeah, and and really, you know, um, I I love that that you're saying this, you know, they are, they're very so so hend obviously did the the four weeks practice transformation that i was talking about earlier and they are quite simple simple poses but then once you understand what you're doing you can kind of translate this into your own practice right and and you're obviously practicing ashtanga yoga and as you said you know there are some advanced very difficult poses obviously in there but you can take those principles now and and apply them everywhere so um just before we kind of before we continue i just wanted to show everyone with with your um permission what we are talking about here so when you were saying that you know people people sometimes don't realize that you have scoliosis they're like well well what are you on about i can't see anything um but i'm just gonna bring up the x-ray here um so this is a is it a 90 degree curve or what does it say here? Okay. Um, I'm not sure because there are there no, different measurements, many. aren't they? Yeah, the, the measurement is incorrect because they, they no. didn't take it from the right uh, vertebrae. So no. I'm not sure about the, the curve uh, degree hmm. um, because yeah, I can't get someone to measure it correctly, but it's definitely not 39 as they mentioned here. <laughs> no, 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 no. I would say this is more like a, like a, um, yeah, like a 90 degree yeah. or something like that, or even more. I don't know. You know, you would have to kind of go yeah, it and, has to and be properly measured. measure it properly. So it's, we're not talking about a, a mild scoliosis here. We're, we're talking about a, um, a very significant, curvature obviously um so tell us a little bit more about you know you were saying obviously that in your so you were quite conscious of the way it looks isn't it so yeah so how um how did how did this affect you um at um at the younger age of course it affected me a lot because um yeah as you grow up you want to look perfect and all of that so I started to let my head grow long so I can hide it in my back. And I couldn't do any kind of uh, sports activity because I, like people, because also this is what I want to like to raise awareness on because some people would come to you and like, ah, oh, what do you have in your back? Do you have an extra bone? This is really ridiculous there. Yeah. You have to really um, um, have uh, like this, I don't know what it's called, but 
decency to 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 know how to approach someone who has something different mm. um so yeah this is not how you approach someone with uh, scoliosis and even in in yoga some teachers would like come to me as like yeah what do you have here and they get this face of that like this is not how you approach someone with scoliosis uh, because i'm already here i'm on the mat and i'm doing the effort um and there's nothing actually there's nothing wrong if you have scoliosis this doesn't mean that you have something that doesn't allow you to do stuff because yeah i can i can do a lot of poses i'm strong and i know a lot of people who have uh, scoliosis and they go into competition and maybe olympics uh, some of them are in the olympic olympics with scoliosis so it's not something that you would say look at and just look away or just stop what you're doing and actually i i because I, I now teach uh, yoga for scoliosis, so some people would come to me uh, with their kids. They just discovered this sport. And they tell me uh, he plays or she plays gymnastics, but once we discovered that she has scoliosis, uh, the trainer uh, like refused to have her in, in the scene because he's afraid. Or And this really breaks my heart because this is something that the girl loves to do. And with the proper guidance, she can actually achieve something in it. So, yeah. 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 I, I know. I know what you mean. I had a I had a client this week as well. And it's it's exactly that. The, the girl is, is 13 and um, the parents are worried, of course, and asking, oh, can she do this? Can she do that? And, you know, can she continue doing her sports? And I, I said the worst thing that she can do is, is sit on her couch and not do anything. Right. That's, exactly. that's, that's <laughs> yes. the worst thing. Yes, she can do all of that, especially if you know, um, if they enjoy it, right? I, I'm a yeah. firm believer in, in doing what you enjoy, of course, as well. So let's talk a little bit more about uh, about your practice, of course. So, mm -hmm. so you did the um, the the practice transformation, and then I think you 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 did the course with Adlin as well. You certified as a teacher teaching yoga for scoliosis. So how did this? This was two years ago, maybe. Yes. Yeah, two it years was ago. an early, early two, uh, almost two years, early 2020. Uh, 2019, was it 20? Yes. 20, yes. 20, yeah. yeah I remember <laughs> it was just right before, before the, the pandemic. <laughs> before the pandemic, exactly. We yes. just, I think we were in the course and we were starting to, um, uh, to see face masks around on the, on the tube and, and stuff like that. Everything was still a bit weird, but yeah, yeah. I remember that. <laughs> So how did how did your practice kind of change from from there on? Um, what did you kind of? Um... Yeah, I actually I stopped my regular practice for for at least a good three months. Um, so I get accustomed to the new adjustments for my curve, and because I didn't have some uh, I didn't have a teacher uh, with me uh, face to face, so I had to videotape myself <laughs> and just to check. Uh, if I'm doing the adjustments correctly. And bit by bit, I started to feel uh, more accustomed to the, um, the adjustments. And I actually, I honestly stopped doing any advanced poses for, for at the beginning, uh, like headstand and um, yeah, mainly headstand. Uh, because usually when I used to do it, I feel I, I get a pain in my back afterwards. So I stopped it for a while. And I started to work more on my core and strengthening my core. Um, 
and uh, yeah, so and now I can actually I, I went back to I not not regular, but if I have like a class for Ashtanga, I I would attend it. Uh, but I don't teach Ashtanga. I teach mainly Hatha um, Vinyasa, which is like the slower version uh, of um, Vinyasa. Yeah, because I like people to take time and I like to take my time in the pool. I don't like to move fast because this is what actually helps me to stay in the pose, feel the breath, um, notice the movement, notice the hips, because the hips, uh, I, I discovered they have the mind of their own. <laughs> notice that your hips are moving, especially with uh, scoliosis. Um, yeah, I, I didn't, I, I'm, until now, I'm, I'm still discovering things about my body. It's like, yeah, the hips, they tend to move. Um, if I'm moving like my shoulders up, I have, or my knee up, I find my hip as well lifting with them. So I start, so I slowed down and I'm teaching as well a very slow, um, very slow practice. Mm -hmm. So you kind of, you stripped it back a little bit. You, you, you slowed it down and took some poses out for a yeah. while. Um, so are they back in? Are you doing headstands now? Yeah, yeah, I do them, but uh, usually back uh, before I started the yoga for scoliosis, I would stay for like 10 to 15 breaths in the headstand. Now I only stay for like four to five because I love to be upside down. So I, yeah. <laughs> I just stay for like four or five uh, sec uh, breathing and then I go down um, because I, I like the, the feeling afterwards and I it, it's beneficial, of course, for you. So I like to get the benefit, but until a certain limit. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So let me um, let me bring up your um, your other picture that you were sharing with us, and maybe maybe you can talk a little bit about this. So we've obviously we've seen the and the X-ray. I think is so we've got March yeah, twenty twenty around the same time September twenty twenty one. So it was kind of the start of your yoga for scoliosis journey, and then um the, the very recent one so we can see from an from an x-ray perspective there's not a huge amount that has changed really but then when we look at this um yeah talk talk to us about this <laughs> yeah so on the picture on the left which is uh, in back in january uh, this picture I actually took before I went for the teacher training and I was doing like a lot of effort to stand upright and just hide my protruded shoulders and you can see that I can't really breathe well in this, <laughs> in this mm. pose but I'm trying my best to stay upright and then in the second, second one I took it like two months, uh, 10 October I was standing relaxed and I tried to not to not to do anything for the adjustment. I just like I want to stand and see how it how it is. And I was surprised actually when I when I placed them uh, side by side um, because as you can see, not only I mean not only the scoliosis has improved, but also the posture. Like in the picture on the left, I have a very deep um, lordosis or hyperlordosis, and on the on the right, I'm more relaxed and I can. I can breathe better, and mm. also the kyphosis has improved because I have the because of the the severe uh, the severity of the of the curve. Yeah, I have a rounding of the shoulder, and I have very um, the rotation. I think 
might have uh, gotten less. Yeah. Uh, in the yeah. So that helped a little in the typhosis uh, on the upper back. Yeah. Oops. Sorry. <laughs> Clicking about here, but I'm hoping I'm not <laughs> losing it. Okay. Um, yes. So. What I was gonna, what I was gonna say is what I think. What is super important here to, to again to emphasize, and you said it, was that in the first one you were trying really hard. Yeah. <laughs> in the first one, you were trying to, uh, to correct yourself, right? To, mm -hmm. as as best as you knew in at that point, obviously. Yeah. And then in the second one, you were not actually trying so hard, right? It yeah. it kind of became your. Um, your natural posture. So let me just bring it up again. And I think this is this is a very important point because um, you see, obviously, on on Instagram especially and social media, you see a lot of before and after pictures, right? And then sometimes people yeah. say uh, before the session and after the session, right? And you know, and obviously, we we know that yes, you can you can correct. Mm, you can correct certain things, right? I can stand in my in my scoliotic posture, and I can come out of it, right? And exactly. and I can do yeah. this within two seconds, right? This mm -hmm. I can do it straight away. Yeah. But that doesn't give us a true picture. I think this is much more powerful. It it gives us a much more um, that gives people a lot of hope because I think it really shows that for you, this became your normal. Right. This became yeah. your your you don't have to try to. Yeah, but I think what what helps is that I'm I'm really consistent in my practice. It's like if I don't do um, like the one hour practice per day, I just have like few poses that are my favorite, and I like to do them before I sleep. So just to to correct, and if I'm been standing for a long time, I I know what to do. I know now I know how to manage. And of course, there is sometimes there is pain because of the severity of the curve. But the good thing is now I can manage it. So mm -hmm. I I feel like I'm in more in control uh, rather than having the scoliosis in control of me. So yeah, yeah it has really changed. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, beautiful, beautiful. Really, really nice to see you. So you've got some fans here. So Hebert's in perfect and great work raising awareness. Yes, absolutely. And I think it's so important um, about what you said earlier about, you know, how we, you know, being mindful of how we approach people that might look different in a way or, or have something going on. And this is this obviously doesn't just go for scoliosis, but for, for other things as well, because, you know, there, there is already, it's not just what you see, it's all the, all the things that you don't see, right? And you might be really hitting a nerve there and um, bringing up some, some trauma, obviously, that's, mm -hmm. you know, or, or, or some definitely very strong emotions about, yeah, about this. Uh, so Glynis is saying, I'm 61 and half Severe scoliosis, always in pain, trouble walking. Any any words of um, of advice for for Glynis maybe? Have you had any? Um, yeah, at, at that, in that age bracket, like the the over sixties. 
Um, or is it maybe yeah, younger I, I ones? Think, yeah. have um, no, I have I have a few clients who are um, older than um, fifty, and what I uh, what I would suggest is to work on a few poses that build strength, build strength around the core, um, because this is uh, when you have the strong core, you'll be able to manage better. Hmm. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's the um, you know at that at at that age, obviously, everything starts the the um, the discs start to become more compressed, and you know everything gets a little bit drier. And you know we're kind of especially with that scoliosis, we're sinking kind of more into the to the scoliosis. So as you say, the the core work is really really important to be able to hold ourselves upright, right? Yeah. Because otherwise you're just and, kind of yeah. Up. And also for the pain, I find that. Usually the pain when it comes to scoliosis, it's like this is the only way the that the scoliosis can communicate with us. So if I'm having pain, this means that I did something that aggravated the pain. So mm. I try to find how maybe I was sitting wrong, maybe I was walking, uh, pressing on one foot more than the other, leaning towards one side. So I try to find um, find the, the source of the pain and and try to do some stretching <laughs> to to like counter the the effect of the that that sitting posture, that sleeping posture. Mm. <laughs> because yeah, sleeping yeah, is very important as well. How you sleep? Yes, yes, it's all the the things that yeah. we do. You know, some people always go on about the the half an hour of yoga that they do during the day, but what about the rest of the time? Right, the the as you say, the sitting sleeping position, yeah. you know, how you sit at your desk. Um, yeah. I just got myself a standing desk, actually, because, you know, then I, it makes me move around a little bit more, um, yeah. at, you know, standing or whatever you do, obviously. So Shalina is asking, muscle fatigue is an issue in severe scoliosis. Any advice to avoid that? And maybe you can talk a little bit about this as well, because um, so if I bring trying to hop in between but your your x-ray um it's it's very much a thoracic curvature isn't it with a little bit of a compensating curve in the in the lumbar but really your main curvature is is a thoracic isn't it so for you i would imagine uh in terms of balance you have to work much harder than for example me where my my upper curve, my lower curve, they are quite balanced in it, in, in mm -hmm. itself, right? So overall, I'm probably structurally kind of set up. Whereas for you, this is kind of pulling you over to to one side. So maybe you can you can um, uh, tell Shalina how how you would manage this when um, when you get tired, you know? Yeah, when I get tired, I just use like one um, restorative pose. Um, one of the poses that really helped me to relax and um, yeah, relax the muscles uh, mainly. And one of my favorite poses is the supported fish pose <laughs> because um, yeah, it helps me to open and really like I feel like someone is stretching my muscles. Um, yeah, so I, I think it, it depends from one person to another. So you have to try and you have to find. 
what what works for you what is um what makes you more relaxed and you have to really I, I don't I, I don't know about any other sports, but for me, for uh, I can't really call yoga sports, but anyway, I, the physical aspect of yoga uh, is that the more you practice, you you start to listen to your body, you start to really understand it, and the more you stay in the pose, you start to really connect connect with your breath and connect with how you feel in this pose. So the more you practice, the more you'll be able to understand your own body and understand what your body needs and what is making this, this muscle fatigue. Mm. Yes, absolutely. Kind of becoming your own t detective, really. It is detective yeah. work, isn't it? And it is yeah. trying out a few different things as well, isn't it? It's, um, yeah. it might not, you might not find the right thing straight away. Um, it's, it's definitely a journey. Mm -hmm. Definitely, yes. Good. So we've got uh, Ahmed, I think. I have lumbar scoliosis, but recently I got a disc prolapse, which is causing spinal stenosis. Any advice? Um, so stenosis, this is something that obviously comes up quite... Uh, it, it comes up quite a lot with lumbar scoliosis, especially from a... Um, from a certain age on and you know I would always I would always my first instinct is always elongation right create space and whenever I hear about compression of, of nerves and causing these problems I would work on on elongation any mm -hmm. any thoughts from from yeah you? I would definitely um, agree with what you say and usually also Sometimes, because of the scoliosis and the rotation, you would have the anterior tilt of the, um, of the pelvis on one side, which causes the lumbar to become um, more compressed on one side than the other because the lordosis is, is more deeper on one side than the other. So yeah. I would work on, on, um, on, on trying to correct the, not correct, but really work on the muscles that are very tight uh, in the hips to, mm -hmm. to stretch it and try to bring this hip a little bit down to try to create a little bit of space, which is mainly what you said uh, in the um, in the lumbar uh, in the lumbar spine on on the side that has the curve. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Good. Uh, Laura saying I'm 65. No way, Laura. <laughs> and one of my hardest issues is is how remain stand up for long periods or sitting without changing positions all the time. Yes, so I think we can sympathize with this. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, um, yeah, I think it's standing up for a long time or sitting for a long time without changing position. It would be would be hard for anyone. Uh, maybe especially for producers because the way you're sitting is is um, is helping the the curve. It's not actually working on the imbalance. So maybe you find something to sit on or find different yeah. positions. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I this is interesting because I I actually I asked a physio before if it's worth getting like one of these wobble cushions, right? Mm -hmm. I don't know the the soft cushions where you're mm, where you're where you're kind of having to move a little bit, and she said to me it's quite gimmicky there's no point really because whatever your habit is you will fall into it if you sit for long periods of time right so 
So um, she she was saying, you know, the only way really, or the only thing that you, you, you can do is get up and move around and, you know, don't worry about finding the, you know, obviously a good chair helps, but um, it's much more important to keep moving around. We're not designed to be in one position, right? Yes. It, um, we should be moving around. Good, lovely. We've got uh, and helped me a lot with back disc degeneration due to age. I was about to stop practicing, but she made a big difference in my case. And I'm currently able to carry on with my practice. Thanks, and ah, lovely, lovely testimonial here. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, so I mean, you know, yoga is, um, and you know, I'm I'm calling it, I'm calling it yoga because this is how we started, obviously, and that's how we kind of found our our way in. Um, but to me, you can give it whatever name. It's 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 practicing with awareness, right, and with um, um, listening, as you say, taking the time to. To really understand your body and and listening what's what's going on good okay so any um any advice or any tips maybe for people who have just been uh diagnosed with with scoliosis and to as you said never stop moving <laughs> because yeah with scoliosis you you need to build muscles with scoliosis you have to stay strong um, because the muscles are the ones that will carry the, the, the curve. So if you stop moving and you don't do anything about it, eventually it will get worse. And eventually the curve will progress. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, this is a good point as well. So talking about this, and I've just done a, a very, um, very intensive course with the ladies from um, SSOL about uh, spinal conditions and about, about scoliosis. And they were talking about the uh, curve progression and the prognosis of pro curve progression, basically. And there's all these statistics and these graphs. And there's basically um, now, and that's what doctors say, right? That anything from kind of 40 degrees upwards, cop angle of 40 degrees, will progress at least one degree every year. Now, we, we know from you, definitely, you know, if that was true for everyone, uh, a curve like yours, would it kind of progress? Well, in my opinion, it would progress qu quicker, right? If that was if that was correct. So yeah. really, um, you know, I, I don't know where, where you would be right now if, if this was true. But if I if I bring it back, obviously, it hasn't really it hasn't changed at all. Right. And it's maybe gotten a little bit better. I would say there's a bit like the neck is definitely um, a little bit better up here. And yeah, maybe the, the lumbar spine as well. But it definitely hasn't gotten worse. Right. Yes. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> And maybe you know, maybe you you talk to us about about this as well. Like, um, because when when was the first time you saw your X-ray? Yeah, the first time I saw uh, my X-ray, it was when I was eleven years old, and I was like, um, I don't want to see it again. Yeah. And then I saw it. Um, I did it before the course when we before we met, 
And I remember I was, uh, I showed it to you and you told me, no, this is not because when I first discovered the, the scoliosis, it was 40 degrees. Uh, and mm. then, or I don't know actually, because it was also measured here. So I don't know if it was accurate, but it didn't, it didn't seem as progressing as it was now, but because I ignored it for so long, this is how it seems. But the good news is, is I think it's, it hasn't changed a lot, um, since I, you know, it, it reached the, the maximum. And yeah. hopefully it doesn't, if I keep on moving, it hopefully it doesn't get better, it doesn't get worse. Sorry. Mm. Yeah. Yes, yeah, absolutely. And and you are giving a lot of people a lot of hope by, you know, by being brave and by showing this as, as well, you know, to other people, because I think this is, this is really important. And sometimes people get so caught up on, on an x-ray um and the way that that because that can be scary right when you when yes. you see it and you think like oh my goodness you know how am i actually walking around <laughs> with, yeah, with the spine like like this um and and people who have got very mild scoliosis get terrified right mm -hmm. about this little curvature so can you know how is it with yeah. someone who has got a severe scoliosis as well and then when you kind of put those two together and you go from you know this is what the x-ray looks and then this is what the the person is is actually looking and and you know seeing you as a as a healthy um beautiful lady um you know what is more important right is it is it the look of the x-ray or yeah, is it the person right? is it you, how you move yeah. and how you feel Exactly. Yes. Mm. Yeah. So with the, yeah, with yoga and with uh, the practice, um, yeah, it's how you're breathing because breathing has improved, and um, how you're managing your day without uh, how you manage the pain. Even um, this is what's important for me. So uh, yeah, the X-rays and the numbers. Uh, they're not as important as how you feel and how healthy you feel you are. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Wonderful. Any um, any other advice or anything else you would like to to share or you would like people to know? I think that's. that's <laughs> I feel uh, like yes. <laughs> no, I, yeah. I think it's been it's yeah. been super super inspiring. I think um, and. Thank you. Yeah, how can how can people find you? How can they get in touch with you? What's the best way of uh, maybe taking your classes um, or working with you? Yeah, yeah, they can reach me out on on my uh, email or um, on uh, my Instagram account. Um, yeah, and and I think you have uh, the website mentioned already in the description under this. Uh, yes, uh, yes, absolutely. And do you offer? Do you do any? um do you do any group classes do you do online classes yeah actually i'm i'm gonna be starting in january doing online uh, classes for scoliosis on uh, on weekly basis uh, and i will do like a workshop uh, every once a month because i think this workshop is important because for me when i started doing yoga for scoliosis 
Um, actually, I, I got the DVDs uh, like back in 2015, and I played them, and I couldn't understand what's happening. <laughs> like, what? Uh, Elise, what's Elise Browning Miller. Yes, yeah. Elise Miller, yeah. and yeah. I couldn't. See. It was a great DVD, but I couldn't get any uh, good out of it because I didn't understand uh, the terms. Yeah. So when I did the the the, the, the introduction with you, and when I did the home practice uh, workshop that you did uh, the. the Practice transformation, it's called uh, nowadays, uh, yes. <laughs> yes <I'm sorry. laughs> um, yeah, you give like an introduction uh, to how you assess your curve and how to know and what's convex and what's uh, concave and all of that. And this really helped me. So this is what I usually do is like I introduce people what are what is scoliosis and what are the muscles that are affected by the scoliosis in order for you to understand your own curve, so you can attend any yoga class uh, or any yoga class for scoliosis and understand uh, your own adjustments or understand what it means that if you have right traffic, uh, move your, uh, uh, yeah, you have to really know what's happening to, yeah. to yeah, to follow. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. And I, and I think uh, uh, this educational part is, is, is so important, right? And it's, it's such a, yeah. Um, is such a big part of it um, to to be able to start kind of changing your practice up, you know, and and really making it work for you um, rather yeah. than the other way around. You working for your your practice. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Good. Lovely. Thank you so much. There's lots of love uh, for you, you here you. in the comments. I can show you a few. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, would you kindly share with us the um, Instagram of Hend? I think it's in the description, Ahmed. Um, but it's yoga underscore with yeah. underscore Hindus. Hindus. Yeah, that's right. Okay. So if any, if if someone is there, you can put it in the comments. Please feel free to do that. Otherwise, you'll find it in the description underneath as well. Good, lovely. Thank you so much, Hen. Thank this you. was Thank great. You for very, time. very, very inspiring. Um, I think people got a lot of uh, a lot out of it as well. And um, yeah, stay on for a bit. I would say goodbye to everyone. Okay. So everyone, um, thank you so much for watching, and we'll see you next week. I hope you enjoyed this episode and if you did I would be super grateful if, if you could leave me a five-star rating and review which will help me to create lots more amazing content. If you have any questions or suggestions reach out to me on Instagram at yogaberry.scoliosis or visit my website at www.yogaberry.net.